You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. If you have your Bible, I want you to turn with me, please, to, first of all, I, I would like for you to turn with me to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 23, 24. We've been dealing with the spirit of prophecy, how to operate in the prophetic anointing, Tomorrow's lesson, the Lord willing, will be the ministry of a prophet. But today, I would like to go into some of the practical ways that you can operate in the prophetic as a believer. This is not in reference to the office of a prophet, Ephesians 4. We have the five-fold ministry gifts which Jesus gave to the church. He gave some apostles, he gave some prophets, some evangelists. Years ago when my father was alive and he travels an evangelist, he had a card made up and he took that scripture, some evangelists, sent it off and when it came back, they had dropped one of the letters and it said, Alan Shuttlesworth, some evangelist. <laughs> and he liked it so much he never threw them away, Amen. But some are evangelists, plural. <laughs> some are pastors. And some are teachers. For the perfecting of the saints, which means the saints ain't perfect yet. And so think about this. If all you ever do is sit under just one of the fivefold ministries, the best you can receive for perfection would be only one-fifth. And so a good pastor brings in different ministry gifts for the perfecting of his or her church that we might be built up in the faith and that we might become mature Christians. Can you say praise God? First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23. And the very God of peace. The word peace there is actually translated shalom. And it means wholeness. Nothing missing and nothing broken. And so what we're hearing the Holy Spirit say, the God who is the God of nothing missing and nothing broken is going to do something for you as a believer. Praise his holy name forever. Hallelujah. The very God of peace. Shalom. Set you apart, sanctify you wholly. Thank the Lord for that. And so God sets us apart to make us whole. When the disciples were engaged in much ministry and Jesus saw the crowd that had gathered, he said unto them, come ye apart because there was much going and coming and ministry. And rest ye yourselves, rest yourselves. And so to be effective, you have to have seasons of coming apart before you come apart. <laughs> and so here is the meaning, the actual meaning in 1 Thessalonians 5, and in particular verse 23. He says sanctify, but it means to be set apart or to come apart. And get in a place where the Spirit of God can make you whole. Nothing missing. Everybody say nothing missing. nothing missing. 
and nothing broken. Say nothing broken. You see, ultimately, it boils down to God wants you to be well and whole and strong. And when you get to heaven, God will honor your life and how you've lived even greater than how you've ministered. I've met people, they have a strong ministry gift, but they don't live right. But when you stand before him, he doesn't judge you on the ministry gift. They even say, but Lord, didn't we heal the sick and all these things? And he says, depart from me. I never knew you because you see, it's more important that we live with the spirit of God sanctifying us or bringing us apart than it is that we ever have ministry. You see, just because someone has a word, it doesn't mean it's from God. When I first went to Bible school, my first year, the first week I was in school, a young lady come up to me and she said, the Lord told me, you're supposed to marry me. When I looked at her, I thought, if this is God, I'm changing religions. I'm going to become a Buddhist pygmy or something. I don't know. So I said to her, because you don't want to be unkind to people. I said to her, well, when the Lord speaks to me, then I'll come back and talk to you. Because God doesn't have an unlisted phone number. You can call him up for yourself. And the best the prophetic can be to you is simply a confirmation of something you already know. Because we're not led by prophecy. But we're led by the Spirit. And so the gift of prophecy is not for the leading of men and women in the service of God, but rather it is the work of the Holy Spirit who leads and guides us into all truth. And so we're not led by prophets. I know a minister, he got mad at some of the ministers in his fellowship because they wouldn't do what he said. But they couldn't do what he said because what he said wasn't scriptural. And he said, well, you know, if you had respect, then you know I'm a prophet. And you know I speak prophetically. And you should do what I tell you. But what he was doing was completely opposite of the scripture. And so they all left his fellowship. Someone said, isn't that terrible? They didn't respect him. I said, no, I think it's wonderful that they had enough of God that they didn't elevate a man above the word of God. When people start getting out beyond the word, watch him, they're going to go uh, squirrely on you. Amen. So I said to her, when the Lord tells me, then I'll come back and talk to you. So I went down to the basketball court with some of the guys. We were going to play until uh, supper in the lower uh, cafeteria. And I was coming back from the ball court and I come into the courtyard and there she was and she had a friend of mine, Dave Carella from here in New York State. Lovely man, only saved six weeks. And you could hear her voice coming across the courtyard. The Lord told me, you're supposed to marry me. And Dave in those days was really bald and all of a sudden big beads of sweat came on top of his head. You could see it across the courtyard. Sun shining on his head. And I yelled across the courtyard, David, God didn't tell her anything. Get in here. And he come running across that courtyard <clears throat> into the do door of the boy's dorm and slumped against the wall. And he said, I didn't understand. He said, I just got saved. Why would God have me marry her and leave the Bible school? I said, obviously, that wasn't God. So more tomorrow than today, prophecy has to be judged. Can you say praise God? 
but primarily God works by his spirit to sanctify us personally and make us whole that there be nothing broken and nothing missing. And so think about it. When the spirit of God comes in your spirit, the same spirit that's coming in your spirit prophetically is the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. And the Bible says if he dwells in you, he will quicken your mortal body, your soma, your flesh. And so the quickening comes in you to make you whole. Literally, you can prophesy health unto your flesh. Praise God. You can begin to prophesy to your mind. I'm not going to be depressed. I'm not going to worry. And so this gift primarily is for the quickening of the believer, him or herself. Can you say praise God? Oh, hallelujah. And I pray God, Paul said. I pray. Now underline that word pray. Because you're going to find that this prophetic unction and this prophetic flow is vital and it is primarily released through prayer. Now, my friend sitting here, I'm going to call him George. But when I spoke to him the other day, and you know, I can see things in the spirit. I don't know if you folks know that, but sometimes God shows me things. And so I was kidding with him and I said, I don't care if you're a Methodist, amen. And that's what he is. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. But you see, the spirit sees everything. And the revelation comes by the seeing. So why should we be surprised the Lord knows who you are? Knows who I am. Man looks on the outward, God looks on the heart. If I looked on the outward, I'd think he's a teacher, maybe a banker or a lawyer. Amen. He looks more like uh, he's in charge than anybody here. He's got that tweed jacket going. He's got that rib sweater. He's got that braided belt. He spent some money on himself. Amen. So if I looked on the outward, I'd say, man, that fellow, he's a successful lawyer, businessman. But see, God looked on his heart and said, no, he's a Methodist. Amen. (laughs) And so the Bible says, God looks on the heart. It's all right, brother. All my people were Methodists too. We come out of the Methodist church. Amen. Emphasis on come out. But anyhow. (laughs) But no, God looks on the heart. And he has your best interest in his mind. And so when the spirit comes into your spirit prophetically, the primary uh, force is to sanctify and make us whole. The God of peace, shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken. And so a lot of times when we speak of the prophetic, we forget that it is first and primary for the believer to receive it for him or herself. And that God speaks to us by his spirit, the Holy Spirit, into our human spirit. Can you say praise God? And so prophecy, prophetically, the anointing, it is for the believer. That we might be whole. Can you say amen? Amen. And get matured or or grown up in God. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and... I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ. Our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world. 
And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in. And by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give, you can sow a gift today to help us. 